I'm joined by Callum Chambers, a beekeeper at the Traveling Bee Company. Thank you so much for joining me, Callum. Hi, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us. Oh, my pleasure. And so I, I was amazed to learn that uh, you and, and the Traveling Bee Company introduced almost five million additional bees into the environment. Uh, was, when yeah. was that? Was that back in 2019 or is that earlier? No, that would that would have been earlier. I think so. Um, so basically, my 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 father, Mark, he um, he he started the company, mm-hmm. um, and um, so he's been a beekeeper for many years. Um, and I obviously uh, grew up with him. And um, he and, and as a as a as a young guy or a young person growing up with a with a father who um, does something for a living, you obviously. You pick up bits and pieces here and there, and so yeah, of course. Um, so obviously, it, it, I, I had an idea of what it, it took to be um, to be a beekeeper and such. Um, but I, so, so in his first, I think it was his first couple of years, anyways. He he um, he he had introduced uh, five million bees to yeah. to, um, to to the, to the world. So he. That- so it's about fifty, about fifty thousand bees to 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 a to a colony, um, wow. uh, thereabouts, um, like give a give or take. Um, yeah. And so he in in his first like couple of years, he uh, had about a hundred hives, which isn't which isn't a lot to be honest for for um, a full time beekeeper. Really, um, seems like a lot yeah, to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, but I mean, some people have like. Th- thousands really? in some parts of the world yeah yeah definitely but so obviously a hundred beehives with yeah assuming they've got fifty thousand bees and that's that's obviously five million so um i mean there's probably there'll be more now because we've got more hives now so yeah uh, so, so that was that was his first that was one of his like first like year or two rolling out straight away five Amazing. million so that quite quite uh so what's the thing. um what's i mean because it, it on your website, it seems like you're very proud of the fact that you're introducing all these new bees. Why is it so important yeah. to introduce new bees? Well, the thing the thing is, is that um, bees are really important to to the ecosystem. It's it's a very mm-hmm. fragile thing, and obviously, um, humans, among other things, have been disrupting that. So um, it's it's really important to get them back out there, being being the super super pollinators that they are. We yeah. will rely on them heavily, not just us though, but obviously the the whole ecosystem. Like I say, it's very fragile. Um, other insects, um, other plants and animals rely on on the on pollination to, yeah. to occur. And obviously, like I say, bees are are the the main powerhouse of pollination um, in in the world, really. Um, so yeah. I remember reading somewhere that like bees, um, because they're such a powerhouse of pollination, they're they're basically like the they're a free resource. You don't have to. I mean, it's a little bit different if you're a beekeeper and and people yeah, yeah. farms hire you. But if there's yeah. enough bees in the environment around your farm, they're free. I mean, you just grow yeah, your totally. yeah, yeah. You grow your crops and bees just come around and pollinate everything for you. And pollinate for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, um. Uh, a real, a real workforce. Of yeah, exactly. Workforce. Yeah, definitely. It's amazing. I, I was, I saw somewhere. I think I can't remember if it was in China or somewhere that they're trying to find ways because um, bees are. Um, well, we're hearing all this news about bees, you know, declining in population. That mm. there's, yeah, uh, they're trying to basically find ways to pollinate. Um, and I, 
I heard somewhere like you see people basically with these like little fake little bee things that you you twirl around in a flower and then you go from one flower to to another like manually with little stick right all right pollinating yeah, because yeah. there aren't enough bees um yeah that's quite a sad thing to hear that isn't it yeah and it's so it's expensive quite sad. it it's takes just, so much time is it yeah expensive you yeah have to hire people to, to go around and do this to each flower yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's i think it's like a sign of the times really isn't it that that it's come to that um that that we're having to do these silly things really yeah um when when nature was once just doing it, it off, off its own back you know yeah. so yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Maybe I'm being pessimistic. <laughs> but yeah, it's obviously, um, yeah, stranger. Yeah, but I mean, speaking of pessimism, I think actually we, we can be quite optimistic because there's you, there's your dad, and you have oh, definitely. Yeah, the yeah. Traveling Bee Company. So first of mm. all, why is it called the Traveling Bee Company? Where are these bees traveling? Yeah, so basically the, the bees, um, we, we, the, the whole... Um, our whole ethos, I guess, yeah. is um, is is um, we move the bees to the best um, source of food for them, but mm. also that will yield the best honey. So, okay. but we're always trying to make it um, a, a mixture of both. We 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 care we care about bees, obviously, and um, and we want them to have um, like a comfortable um, like living standards. Really, like yeah. just like. Just like any, when it comes to, I hate the I hate the term um, bee bee farming when it when it applies to us because we, I don't think we really see ourselves as bee farmers. So we, you know, um, we don't always just take 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 from from the bees. We try to 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 somewhat live in harmony with them. Is as, yeah. as dramatic as that sounds, you know. So we try to move them to to places where they can get good sources of um food and um. And obviously, we try to um, we move with them as well. So, and um, and and also the the whole traveling um, bee company side of things, the whole traveling thing is um, we actually um, try to bring um, honey from other parts of of uh, the world really to 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 our doorstep and um, supply that to to the to the public. Which obviously comes into the whole guest honey side of things that we do as well. Yeah, I love that guest honey. It, it reminds me of like when you go to um to a pub and they have guest loggers. Um, just for yeah, like yeah, a definitely. Month or that, two. That, that's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I used to work in. I, I spent a lot of time working in bars before okay. I, I got into beekeeping, like managing managing bars and working in bars and stuff. So, so that whole guest thing, I think it sounded quite cool. It, was, it wasn't my idea. It was me. It was me, me, me dad, and um, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty cool uh, twist on things. Yeah. Where do you find the guest honeys? I mean, how do you get in touch with, or where, where yeah, where, yeah. Do, where do you find them? So, like friends, basically friends on the. A lot of the honey comes from uh, Europe, the continent. Okay. Um. Um. So we we, uh, we basically we've got some like friends out there, like other bee farmers, like the, like a community, obviously. Um. And we. Just try and find things that interest us, honeys yeah. that interest us, and um, things that you can't quite get, um, like native to the to the UK. So, for example, we've got things like like buckwheat and stuff. Okay. Um, so, like you obviously you can't get buckwheat naturally in Britain. Um, right. So, um, obviously we try and source that um, from another part of 
the, the world where you can get it and, and 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 obviously so that's something a little bit different for people to get their hands on and, and you know and, and try um i know obviously in america buckwheat's a big thing and, and yeah i think so yeah. quite a, quite a, quite a common honey i, I believe i think um, you're right yeah but but in britain it's it's not so common you know it's it's a very distinctive um taste and, and a very uh, distinctive aroma in yeah. buckwheat that's just an example of of we'll we do we'll do a whole range of guest honeys, but but we's the newest one that we've got at the minute. And, uh, oh, cool. But that's what I'd use that as an example. And it, obviously, it's quite um, it, it is quite a unique honey. So yeah. So yeah. So so it's just it's just people that it's just friends that we know people like from sources that we trust from mm-hmm. from other ethical bee bee farmers, beekeepers, and um and so. Um, yeah, so we we always try and keep it keep it uh, very diverse with honeys. That's really cool. That, I think that's important just so that people can try different things and. Um, oh, totally, yeah. yeah. Diversity, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of fun. You said the word ethical. How do you? What does that mean when it comes to beekeeping? Yeah, so ethical. That that that's um that's a big part of our ethos again. We're, yeah. Um, we, we our whole like uh, game plan is um to. We'll try to keep it as well. We do keep it as ethical as possible. Um, so, for example, like um, we a good example actually is is so. For example, in the in the winter, um, mm-hmm. we'll always well when, when we're harvesting honey, when we're taking honey from the bees, we'll we'll always leave them a bit of honey for themselves because bees obviously naturally use honey as stores in the winter to keep them going. Yeah. Um, but a lot of bee farmers um, will always um, take every bit of honey they've got, every last scrap, and they'll they'll feed them with things like sugar syrup and um, these artificial um, like um, honeys, I guess, yeah. like artificial like a, feeds. A replacement for it. Yeah, yeah, and and bees, wow. bees, bees obviously they'll they'll use it, but um, they don't they don't really um the they don't really appreciate it as much. There's, there's, yeah. there's, stu- there's studies on that and stuff um, and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, it seems so, like um, you're taking away the natural goodness that they've made yeah, for themselves that they're designed to eat and replacing it with something. Yeah, 100%. It's, it, it's not, no, no, you're definitely right. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's just not the, it's just not natural. It's just yeah. not natural. Bees didn't evolve on, <laughs> on sugar syrup, you know, so. Yeah. So you know, like, like we're talking like millions of years and stuff of yeah. evolution. Bees just didn't, you know, it's like, well, I mean, only the past like I don't know how long we've been feeding sugar syrup. So probably longer than we think, really. But it's just not natural. They just don't. They just don't react to it as well. So, yeah. and it's always nice to just, you know, they they work for us. They they created it. So why can't they keep it? We only take what they can afford to to lose. You know. So how how much is that roughly? Oh, it it really does just depend from hive to hive. Oh, really? From colony to colony. Yeah, yeah. So some colonies are bigger than others. Some might yield more honey than others. Huh. Um, so it it it's quite it's quite hard to say. So, but you can, but you can usually tell if just just from just from when you open the when you open the hive and you look and you and you see how many bees are in there, how yeah. the size of the colony. You can you can usually just tell how many frames they would need to um to to keep them going through 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 the winter or, or, or wow. whatever. So it's, it's very much an art. You just kind of learn that yeah, it's, it's the, bees and you sort of have to just eyeball it. sounds like. 
some some so a lot of a lot of beekeeping is just just a tri- trial and error you know you oh, just you learn. You, you just, yeah yeah it is it's quite it's quite um some some things are this is how it's done yeah but so but a lot of things are a lot of things are just eyeballing it <laughs> like you see it really it really is yeah so like um yeah there's ton, tons of examples of, of eyeballing it really wow that's amazing i mean so it really is an art in that case, it sounds like. I mean, you're, Com- completely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, even like with painting, I, I suppose I don't paint, but I guess with, with mm. music, I, I used to play the drums. There are certain things where this is just how it's done. And then from there, yeah, you, yeah. those are the foundations. And then you build on top of that with the art itself, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, definitely. It, it, the, 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 um, uh, well, it's funny you're talking about music. I, I'm, a, I'm a musician as well. And oh, cool. my, 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 my uncle is a, a really good bass player. And nice. years ago, he was he was teaching me to play guitar. And, and the first thing he said to me was, um, these are scales and these are, this is how you, you know, these are chords and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was teaching us all these scales. And I wasn't interested in scales. No one's really interested. Yeah, of course. You just want to rock out. So you just want to rock out. So... And, and and of course, but then he t- and I was thinking this is pretty boring, you know. And then and then he turned around, and he went, but those rules are there to be broken, and and I kind of took that, yeah. And I applied it to a lot of things in life, <laughs> probably more than I should have, to be honest. But but that's what he that's what he said. Those rules are there to be broken, you know. Um, and and that's the truth. I think that's and I apply that to a lot of things, a lot of things in life, like yeah. I say, from probably some things I shouldn't put. <laughs> and uh, and. Uh, but beekeeping is one of them things, you know, you, 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 I think you can apply to that within reason, of course. Yeah, you know. that's cool. So go- going back to the traveling part, because I think yeah. that's kind of um, uh, sort of unique, because I, I guess when I think of a beehive, I mean, at least naturally, I think maybe it's stuck in a tree and like the bees build build it in a tree or maybe somewhere in the ground. I'm actually not too familiar with where bees typically build their hives, but to me, it seems like a very fixed location. Like it's not every summer, they're not going to like take their hive and go somewhere else and then come back for the winter. Mm. So how does the the traveling part work? Cause you said it, you said you, you take them to places where there, there's going to be a lot of flowers and it's going to be good for the bees uh, yeah. to collect nectar. Um, how does that traveling part work? I mean, um, do you see what I'm saying? Like, wh- how do you pick and why do you actually move with them? Why not just say, right, this is where we are. We're gonna- yeah. Yeah. So b- basically it's good for the bees. It's essentially, it's good okay. for the bees. Cause, um, if, if you move it, it, when you keep moving them, it's like they have different sources of food that they can, um, again, diversity they can, yeah. they can take from, you know, so, um, there's different different flora in, in different areas that they yeah. might have never tried in their in their like colony's lifespan, and they'll they'll, they'll try that, and then obviously um, going. Um, but it, but if they stayed in one place the whole time, um, th- th- their immune system, their th- their ability to adapt, they wouldn't be they wouldn't have the ability to adapt. And yeah. Such. So um, yeah, it's definitely um, it's it's definitely good to keep moving them. It's like like um, it's like if you ate. If, if as a human, if you ate the same meal every day of your life, yeah. you, know, you just wouldn't, you just, your body wouldn't um, evolve and, and, and um, uh, learn how to deal with, y- your immune system wouldn't learn how to deal with uh, certain things that come yeah. away, you know, so if you ate like fish and chips every day, you know, you, 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 you might <laughs> yeah. be happy, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, within, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, you, if you've got a very boring palate, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But yeah, no, that that's that's it basically. So it's it's good for them. 
it's good for us because obviously we that that in turn they produce different honey depending on what they're collecting in mm-hmm. terms of like nectar and pollen and stuff. Um, it, so yeah, it's, it's good. It's good for it's good for everyone really. So yeah, that's it, cool. And do you ever do you ever get hired? I guess by like farmers. So let's say um, a corn farmer or a, some, yeah something like that, and in, in order to pollinate their pollination contracts as they call them yeah so pollination like, contracts wow yeah, so that's, that's cool never heard yeah of that. yeah it's it's a bit of a um yeah i mean we, we personally don't go in for that um okay. but but that that is a that is a side of um of beekeeping that that is out there people do that it's very big in america uh, yeah. pollination contract it's a big thing um uh it, it is in this it is all over the world really but i know um but, uh, in this region it's not really a massive thing um i mean I, I i probably could be wrong there there's probably more in recent years it is but um we don't really go in for that we we we, we come to an understanding with the with the farmers and stuff if if, if we've got it on farmers land we don't always have our bees on farmers lands Um, we've got them in a whole range of places um but um if we put them on farmers lands we'll obviously ask for permission and um and they're, they're just happy to have a load of bees there and we get we we're, we're happy with the honey that we yield from it and they're happy with their crops being pollinated it's yeah. kind of an understanding rather than us just being straight up paid for it you know got um, it. so but obviously we've got things like um we've, we've got bees everywhere we've got we don't just have bees in farmers fields we've got them we've got them in um in in in, in city centers and stuff um really we've got them yeah we've got them in um in in like skate parks uh, like a lot of urban bees um because there's a lot of urban wildflowers um, yeah you know so uh yeah we've got them all over obviously we've got them in scotland for the heather um on the west coast um of, of scotland yeah um, so yeah yeah it's, it's so, and do you so do you move those ones as well yeah yeah definitely um we'll move we'll move we'll, we'll move them like i say just depending on the on them the, as and when as and when it's needed really um yeah wow so the even the ones that are in in the city center or like in, in skate parks <laughs> yes well the ones in the ones in skate parks um we've, we've had them we've had them in the same place for for a while now because they just love it there um the the, the really the really love it there but um we, how we do, do you how do you know they love it there like, i mean obviously just, they just, yeah yeah so it, just because they Basically, because of the, the way they react and, and the thriving, you can see yeah. you can you can see that they're just they're thriving and the and you can see them um you know like collecting and stuff and the the they literally are just buzzing to be there so they're, they're always like yeah they're, they're really strong hives they're really strong colonies there oh so, I see okay so yeah so and, and obviously when you when it comes to to um to, to taking the the the, the heather uh, sorry the the honey. Um, you you can see that the the have just totally killed it that 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 yeah they're just yeah yeah full of honey full of honey yeah speaking of uh, buzzing and and being happy I I've actually spoken with another beekeeper she's an she's an urban beekeeper here in London oh right um, cool, yeah and yeah. she basically only focuses on putting beehives in different locations around around London mm. um, and she was explaining that bees have a happy dance basically. 
yeah, yeah. And like if they're if if it's a good day and like and they're just doing really well with the honey production, they're gonna like do this little special wiggle where they're like, oh yeah, it's a good day. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. The the, the strange bees, man. Seriously, the, the, the like the really uh, there's a lot of mystery that in in them that we still don't um completely understand. I think that's why people are so amazed by bees. You know, yeah. so when you like when you go like when people go oh what like what. What, what do you do for a living? And you go, oh, I'm, I'm a beekeeper. Um, you'll get a lot of people go, all right, okay. Because there, there is a lot of mystery in it. Uh, you know, bees know more than, than, than we'll ever find out about them. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so I, I think, I think we'll never know everything about them. So there is a lot of mystery in them. So when people say all these things, you know, like, oh, we've got these like happy dances and stuff and we're learning all these new things. Yeah. Amount of, amount of times science is trying to like look into these things and they just don't find answers they just mm-hmm. they can't ha- they don't have like conclusive answers and because of it, we'll, we'll never we'll never know there's, there's a lot there and it's, it's it is, they are very mysterious uh, insects yeah they're i mean they're amazing like yeah. you said fifty thousand little insects live together yeah. and work We're, working in harmony yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely amazing mm-hmm. um so and so what so you get the you get the honey from these bees um yeah. and then you were saying that that you sell them sell it yeah 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 so what um what exactly do you sell because actually i was taking a look on your website and, you, and there's more than just honey here yeah we've got um we've got a load of stuff really uh and we're, we're basically we do we've got all of our honeys or excuse me we've got a whole range of honey so Honey that uh, that comes from us from our bees. We've got the whole guest range of honeys, which yeah. is obviously like we were saying before from from uh, from friends of ours. Um, and then we've got we've got things like uh, food supplements. So we've got like mm-hmm. um, like we we'll sell pollen. Uh, that's a food supplement added into your diet. It's a immune system booster. Same with propolis. We've got like propolis tinctures. Propolis yeah. is. Um, is a real personal favorite of mine. I, I use propolis every day. Uh, it's 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 um. What is it, propolis? So propolis is like um, it's like a um, bees create propolis. So the it's something like um, it's like it's like a like tree resin. It's like a mixture of things. So it's like tree, yeah. like tree resin, bee saliva. It's got pollen in it. It's got like it's it's got like a little bit a bit of honey in it and stuff. And it's like this kind of sticky brown um substance really yeah um and 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 if you've ever been into a beehive or if anyone goes into a beehive you'll always come across problems bees use it create it to, to, to seal holes in the hive um so that obviously um like threats can't get in to the to the uh to the hive oh so, i see so like i say it's very sticky so if you ever open a hive if you or you watch a video of, of someone opening a hive You'll you'll hear that cracking sound when they're using the the hive tool, you know, the tool to, to open the, the hive. Okay. And it's like ah, that's propolis, like breaking away. Wow. Uh, so it's really hard. Yeah, it is. It's it is. It's it it is quite hard. Yeah, it's quite. Uh, it yeah. It, it obviously with the temperature and stuff, it can be it can be sticky or, or hard or soft. Kind oh, of. I see. It's almost like kind of waxy and stuff. Um. So yeah, but anyways, um, but it but it yields a lot of um. It's it, like I say, it's an immune system booster. It's it's, it's naturally an antibacterial. Um, mm. It's been used for for, for 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 thousands of years by humans. Uh, propolis for for things like in medicine and stuff. Um, 
it actually comes from the Greek of uh, Acropolis. The word itself is is uh, derives from the Greek for um, defender of this, this the city. Oh, cool! Um, wow, that's a cool name. Not, you know, like yeah, yeah, it's quite it's quite dramatic, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I use it. I use it all the time, but we do a tincture version, anyways, and I put it in my water, and it um, and it's and it just yeah, it just um. It can combat the common cold and oh, wow. all sorts of stuff, and it's really, it's really good on cuts and and, and stuff as well. Oh. Uh, it saved me a trip to the ENA a couple of months ago. <laughs> really? So, yeah, yeah. I, 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 my own stupid fault. I was using a knife and I sliced my finger oh. pretty, pretty oh, deep. Good. I've got oh, a man. pretty bad scar. Anyway, so I won't go in there. But <laughs> I, I sliced it open and um, and and um, and and, I, and it just wouldn't stop bleeding. And I was like, yeah. oh, no, one you know. So um. And I put some propolis on it and instantly just sealed it, stopped the bleeding. I sh- probably should have still went to a to get some stitches, but I didn't. So uh, everything's fine now. But uh, yeah, my me, me partner wasn't impressed with the blood. And, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. But propolis saved the day. Propolis saved the day. Yeah, yeah. So you just, <clears throat> um, you just drink it every, every morning? Yeah, so it's like you put it. I just put a few drops in water every 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 day. I, I, I carry I carry my water bottle with us everywhere, and I put I put the propolis in, and and I just as I go, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Put as much in as you like, yeah. That's um, amazing. And it, does it have a flavor to it? Well, I, yours has a mint flavor to it. Yeah, yeah. So that's got like a like an like a natural mint extract in it. Yeah. Um, but it it propolis on its own has a a, a very unique taste in tincture form. But um, it's it's hard to explain. I can't re- I can't really explain what okay. it tastes like. Yeah. So it doesn't taste like regular honey. No, it's not. I wouldn't say it's sweet at all. It's it's. Um, but once you once you've tasted propolis, you would and and you 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 would know. You'd be like, that's propolis. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, really distinct. But yeah, yeah. What about the um the you were mentioning pollen um mm. because actually yeah I'm taking a look on your on your website right now. There's the bee pollen and it doesn't look like what I would picture uh pollen from a flower to look like it's not really like yeah. dust. Yeah, yeah. So basically bees like compact this in the uh, they carry it in the in the um the will compact it and put it in the in the, the pollen baskets and then that obviously the on the on the hind legs bees have pollen baskets. Yeah. And that's where they carry the 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 great the little grains of pollen and okay. the, the take it back to the hive. But yeah um so they yeah they 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 kind of do that you know make it look like yeah so this is um the the pollen that you're selling is actually a um it's like compacted version of it it's what they collect yeah that, it's literally what you're looking at there is literally um it hasn't been um it hasn't been made to look like that or anything that is bees were carrying those grains of pollen wow and wh- yeah. where do you collect it from so we, we, that that's a that's a part of the guest range the pollen we don't collect this because oh, okay. um it's quite it, it depends on your climate and stuff so we get it from a friend in spain because in spain bees tend to collect much more pollen in um the, than we can get in the uk it's oh, really, really it's really hard to get british pollen um because uh it, it, it the, the, there's a lot that goes into that so things like um or, or bees just don't collect as I mean if you were to get British pollen it would be it would be super expensive because obviously um the they don't collect as much and, yeah. and obviously the time it would take and yeah so but but in in in, in countries like like Spain like northern Spain where ours is from um the the bee, bees just 
collect pollen to tons and tons of pollen. But yeah. it's it's a it's a very again it's an ethical way of kind of collecting pollen as well. Um, there's the 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 bees the bees get the pollen that they need. We mm-hmm. we're not just taking all of their pollen. Yeah, yeah. stealing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's important to know. And one thing I'm noticing, I'd, I'd like to actually share my screen here for. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We can take a look at it together. Is um, well, here's the the pollen, and you can see that it's in a glass jar with um, yeah, it's like these little kernels oh, yeah. almost in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the other thing I'm noticing, just like as I'm going through this, is all of these honeys have a completely different color. I mean, the Spanish heather honey is almost black. Black, yeah. yeah. The lavender honey is like a light relatively light golden color there's an another one which is uh facelia facelia honey which is like really yeah. almost white yeah to, like yeah, really clear. Yeah, yeah almond blossom is almost greenish so how, i mean <laughs> where do these colors come from why is it so, really all different so so that's quite a complex like uh thing to to really pin to be honest yeah. but basically the 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 the, the bottom and top of it is is a is the nectar itself um right the nectar itself every flower has uh, obviously its own unique nectar um so it tends it tends to just come come from that basically um and obviously the the, the variation of nutrients in that nectar can also affect the color there's a few there's a few things wow we, but so for example like this is our buckwheat black like the heather honey yeah well look yeah. at that it's completely so then yeah yeah it's really dark and it's, then this is all this is these are from all bees that's all wildflower honey yeah so that's like the the kind of thing we're talking about so so um, one's black the other ones looks yeah, like regular golden honey just that yeah that's kind of like that's like all bread and butter honey you know that's like the the, uh, the main one um, and so obviously the taste differs as well completely completely yeah i've had honey which is um like some honey is really, really sweet. Um, I mean, all, yeah. all honey kind of has a similar, you know, quote unquote, honey flavor to it. Yeah, like yeah. You, you know that it's honey. It's just kind of different, yeah. Yeah. I guess, flavors of honey. Um, but some honey is really sweet and other honey yeah. is like surprisingly not very sweet. I mean, it's still sweet, but it's not like... Yeah, it's not in your face. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. It does. Does that come just be again because of the the types of flowers? Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. It just every every um every honey will depend on the flower it's come from, uh, the time of the time of uh, the the flowering it's come from. Okay. You know how how far along the flower has been flowering and stuff. Um, it all yeah, totally. Ev- everything makes it wow massive change. Like so, sometimes like uh, so for example, all, all wildflower honey one year could taste different to the next year even though it's coming from maybe maybe it's even some of the same flowers just because of things like uh what what happened how the weather is that year yeah. or you know uh, the, the amount of sun that's been on the flower for that that year or yeah totally there's so many factors that, that wow so so sometimes when i taste oh honey and i think that's a really that's a really good like harvest this year that's a really good you know and then the next year i might be like oh i kind of you know it's still nice but i, I'm, I actually like last year's you know yeah. a bit more or sometimes the, the 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 next year i'll be like wow that's I, i'm actually really liking this one you know yeah. so it, it just totally diff, differ obviously some honeys like like buckwheat will always um 
be tasting like buckwheat because that's a specific um, uh, source that they've been foraging from. Buckwheat will buckwheat honey will always taste like buckwheat honey. Yeah. Obviously, you'll get obviously different different uh, buckwheat in one part of the country might um, taste slightly different to another part of the country because of things like you know um, like I was on about like the the, the climate and stuff. Yeah, 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 makes but, sense. But but it'll you you would be able to tell that that's buckwheat honey or you know but with things like wildflower honey where they're taken from many different sources and stuff, uh, not just one specific source. Yeah, it's um yeah it, it, yeah totally ch- tastes completely different and it, that, that's that's part of the excitement really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. incredible. How many times per year do you harvest or as in like take the honey? Yeah, it dep- that that depends again on on what what um on what your um. On what you, what what the bees are are getting, you know mm-hmm. what the what they're actually foraging from. So that's quite a broad okay. thing again. But but t- sometimes it's once, sometimes it could be twice, or you know. And and again as well, if you, it's sometimes it's best to just leave the bees to, to to just crack on with what they're doing and not not keep taking honey from them, and because it can get like a bit, um, it can it can it can sometimes stress them if you do it yeah. too much and stuff and. There's a lot of factors that go into that, but I think I think once you get it sounds a bit silly, but once you get to know your bees and stuff and how they, it's like your dog, you know, like you, you get to, you get to know how your your, your dog likes yeah yeah stuff, you know, but you might get to know how your certain your, your certain apiary likes things and you know it's it, it, um but so they all they all differ differ and it depends and stuff wow but yeah but but t- typically you you, you Typically, you'll only try and take from them, um, not not too many times, because you know. Makes sense. The um, is there a difference in terms of flavor if you're taking it earlier in the season versus later in the season? Uh, yeah, probably. Pro- yeah, I think. But it, not to the pro- okay. Yeah, I think I think it definitely could. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like I say, it just depends how long. Um, so for example, like a, a flower might have been flowering for a few weeks. Yeah. And then the bees have been taken from that, and then then you're taking the honey from that. That'll taste different. It was as it would have been if if that flower had been flowering for months. Yeah. And then you've took from it because it's had more time to flower and blossom, and you know it's yeah. Yeah, makes yeah makes sense. I think this is it's amazing. I love what you were saying about how um, depending on the year, the the honey tastes different. It kind of reminds me of um, like wines and vintages. Absolutely. Absolutely, uh, yeah. just because like yeah each year is a very specific year and some some years are known to be amazing years like yeah like the, the yeah <laughs> those those are your the vintage that you um yeah yeah definitely are really yeah. valuable oh totally yeah that's yeah. super cool and yeah. aside from beekeeping as we start to wrap up here is there what do you do like on a on a on a day-to-day basis, maybe in your personal life, um, to be environmentally friendly? Because you're doing so much already to help with the environment and to be... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So, I mean, like, I I grew up in a a family, obviously, with my dad and and my mom. She, they're they're very, uh, very environmentally conscious people. Um, So, obviously, in turn, that had an effect on me. So... um, so things like just things like um, ju- just the li- little everyday things. So like obviously like like plastic consumption. You know, uh, I, I try not to drive everywhere if I can get away with it. You know, yeah. um, 
like energy at home you know i'm always annoying me partner again so <laughs> turning things off all the time like, you've got to turn that kettle off you can't just leave that <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah things like that uh, always turning things off and that um obviously uh recycling's a, a, a big thing that, uh, that everyone should be doing anyway yeah. unfortunately not everyone does but uh but just all, all the little things really um i'm um uh, I don't eat meat as well. I'd, um, I, you know, uh, that, that's more for the the, the the ethical side of things. Yeah. Really, but uh, I guess obviously in turn that has an effect on the environment, of course. Um, so yeah, I just I just try to do all the 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 the, 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 the little things, uh, and I think if everyone did all the little things, obviously it would have a big a, a, a big impact. And and I think people are getting more aware of how to of how to do that. A lot of that's just a lack of education as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think as well. So, but it, I think people are, I, th- I think people are, are getting better with that. I, th- I notice like friends and family getting better with that. Um, yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's it's good. Yeah, that's awesome. I think I think you're absolutely right. It's um, it it is doing a little bit. I don't I don't think and and a lot of people I speak to, it's this they they all say the same thing, which is basically like you don't need to be perfect. Uh, no, because no. if you yeah. end up being perfect then it's kind of frightening almost it's like well i'm i'm doing this not perfectly and then you know like and then yeah. you're just thinking well maybe i just shouldn't bother at all because i i can't be perfect yeah. yeah definitely it's it's you've got to kind of um if you've just like you've just got to you just got to like um like try you know like you yeah. gotta you gotta just try and, and and if you not not everyone will be perfect i mean i mean no no one um, everyone has a carbon footprint and, and everything, yeah. you know, and all, the, all all those things. But you can't escape it. But you can you can try to reduce it. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, everyone should actively be trying to to reduce the the um, environmentally damaging things that they do. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. O- obviously, I think that goes without saying. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. And where can where can we learn more about the work you're doing and maybe purchase some of the bees uh, i know actually we, we didn't talk about this but you also sell hives yeah well, yeah right? uh, we'll sell we'll sell uh, bees basically we, do, we don't sell the hives as in like the the um the actual like wooden hives. box yeah yeah the box yeah yeah so but we, we sell uh we sell like these um bee uh, bundles um uh so it's more for that's more for like um, like hobbyist beekeepers and stuff. Mm-hmm. People, people are trying to get into beekeeping. That's a big thing that we promote as well. It's worth yeah. seeing, like we're, we're trying to get people into into beekeeping. Um, we, we do a lot of talks at, at schools and stuff. Um, uh, you know, in in at local bee uh, beekeeper meetings, like uh, uh, like where people from the region get together and and talk and stuff. And we're, we're, we're trying to educate people um, awesome. on how on how to and, and obviously we'll go to schools and stuff occasionally and we'll, we'll talk to children yeah. about the importance of bees and, and why bees aren't scary and the difference <laughs> between bees and wasps and how wasps aren't scary really um, and, and how they are very important to the ecosystem um, but I mean a lot of beekeepers will probably listen to this thing you know wasps no so, <laughs> so but 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 they are everything plays a part obviously so, yeah they're um, there for a reason absolutely absolutely very very important yeah uh so but yeah uh we set we sell to a lot of we sell those uh, bees to a lot of hobbyists and stuff uh, like hobbyist beekeepers um 
and so that so that they can get going and, and learn how to and we'll support them after the buy as well. So if they, if they need help with if if they've got a problem, they can call us or, or uh, email us or and we'll help them you know flourish with the bees and and, and, wow. and help them get going because if everyone it, it, i see a lot of hobbyist beekeepers uh, every a lot a lot of people are wanting bees now they want to have bees in the back garden that they can that, that they can have on the flowers and stuff and uh, almost like a like a like a pet again you know like yeah. almost uh, if if you want to call that so it's 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 quite it's quite a nice um thing yeah yeah because obviously there is a de- there is a decline in beekeepers and uh, there is a decline in bees obviously so um but if, ever, if 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 hobbyists are getting on board and stuff people are wanting the, the average joe on the street is wanting a bee uh hive in the back garden so yeah it all it, of course it all adds up definitely yeah yeah that's it's amazing really good, yeah so where can where can people go if they want i mean if they want to buy some of the honey or if they are interested in starting their own beehive where can yeah, they find definitely. you? So, um, you can obviously go on the website, uh, travelandbeecompany.com. Um, obviously, you can go on Facebook, Instagram. Um, you know, uh, on, online, obviously, you can buy honey and, and bees. Um, if Obviously, physical markets as well. We do a lot of the former markets. Um, and uh, we do a lot of the big the big food markets in, in, in the north of uh, Britain. Um, cool. And yeah, well, yeah. Uh, obviously, we're, we're stocked certain outlets um, in in our area and mm-hmm. in in the north of Britain, uh, but online is the real one. Obviously, beta this day and age online. You can just go on our website and stuff, and uh, not on the high com and all all oh, these cool. places. Yeah, yeah. So we're actually uh, quite out there, really. Yeah. And obviously, uh, Facebook and Instagram, Traveling the Company. Um, you can reach us on there if you wanted to ask any questions or just keep up up to date with what we're up to uh we're trying we're trying post about not just the products themselves but but things like um just what we're doing on that day you know we'll just try to bring people along for the for the ride really that's <laughs> so, cool yeah, yeah yeah especially since it's like you were saying it's 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 kind of a mysterious thing that you're doing so it's Absolutely, great to be yeah. able to see into the world yeah we'll try we'll try to do things like um just show people what we're doing on a day-to-day basis and how that varies how that varies on depending on the day itself. If it's raining one day, like it, we, we, we could say, right, we're going to go and do this with the bees tomorrow. But then if it's raining, we can't do that with the bees. So yeah. we'll have to go and then do something else. So it, it's a busy, it's a busy lifestyle, but it's, it, 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 it's not a job. It is, it is just a lifestyle. That's just amazing. A lifestyle. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. So yeah, travelingbeecompany.com is where, is where we can go to yeah. get some of those bees. And Callum, thank you so much for your time. I think this, yeah, was, thanks, Daniel, this yeah. was a lot of fun, really interesting. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having, thanks for having us on. Yeah. My so, pleasure. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, give us a five-star rating and also please subscribe, whether on your podcast app or on YouTube. And that way you can be the first to know about new episodes. Thank you very much and talk to you soon.